Hello and welcome across the multiverse to Earth 894, a podcast ruled by the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Here on Earth 894, we discuss MCU news, reviews, commentary, rumors, and this week, the second episode of The Falcon and The Winter Soldier. My name is the amazing Devin Stone, and joining me, as always, the battle star to my Galactica, Tannerini. Uh, What's I, up, man? I, I thought you were going to say battle star. Yep. Copy that. Oh, my God. <laughs> we'll get into it, but as always, we like to start off every episode with a little bit of a nice warm-up. You know, just going right out of the ice, just like Cap. So let's, uh, let's get back to reality. What has been MCU for you, my dude? Well... I, uh, I'm not gonna lie, I didn't do a whole lot of MCU this week. We did, we did get a new episode of The Falcon and The Winter Soldier. Can't forget the the. Yeah, I know. You've yelled at me plenty. Um, that was legit. We're gonna get into that. Other than that, um, my good friend texted me the other day and he, he's been rewatching the MCU movies. Oh, because he was on uh, spring break and uh, he tells me which ones he likes versus which ones he doesn't like. And mm. he just rewatched uh, Captain America, the Winter Soldier, Captain America, too. And that's probably his favorite Marvel movie, I think he said. So good. And uh, it is a good movie. I yeah, I I think like I've said. Captain America has the strongest trilogy of all the movies. If you don't, well, I mean, even if you count the Avengers, I think Captain America still is the strongest trilogy. Yeah. Last night I was just uh, getting ready for bed, laying down with my wife, and I went on a big MCU rant and talking about uh, the mutants, how we're going to get Wolverine, uh, talking about who they should cast as Wolverine who they've rumored is to be casting as Wolverine, even though he's not even almost confirmed. If you can't tell by now, Louis has a certain affinity for a character that he really wants to see in the MCU. Dude, we're getting Wolverine. <laughs> who knows, man? So we, we got into a big discussion about what makes someone a mutant, who is a mutant and stuff like that. Um, we got into a, a big thing where I was just explaining to her my problem with Spider-Man Homecoming versus Spider-Man Far From Home, which mm. uh, we can save for another day. But, but yeah, that was my big MCU for the week was Falcon Winter Soldier. Talking to my buddy about which movies are the best. Uh, my vote is Guardians of the Galaxy. For those of you who don't know. Yeah. Talking to my wife last night. Nice, man. Mr amazing Devin Stone Galactica. What was MCU for you this week, buddy? So I watched so much Battlestar. Um, but in a sense, no, for real. Uh, Copy yeah, that. Oh my God. I'll get into it. <laughs> Anyways, uh, one of my good friends, uh, my good friend Chris, he came over and he, uh, Friday night, and um, he hadn't seen the first or second episode yet of uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier, so I introduced the first episodes to him over some delicious chocolate Portillo's cake that he brought over, and we had our little uh, mandate, and um, I'm pretty sure he dozed off maybe a little bit during the second episode, because we had a little bit too big a slice of cake, I'm not going to lie, man. 
And I'm scrawny as is, so like I can't even finish all of it. I have a Must very be nice. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Good times. <laughs> um so it's cool. I got to watch a little bit more, introduce it. I always love introducing like a new thing to someone, especially like a movie or a show. Get to see how they react to it. Um aside from that though, what else did I do? That was awesome. I, uh, I've slowly been surely been playing a little bit more of uh, Marvel Avengers on uh, PS4. I understand. I'm starting to understand a little bit more why. I think I may have said this exact same thing last episode, but I'm going to reiterate it. I'm enjoying the game because it's just something new and it's just Marvel. So of course, there's just always a great time to tell so many different stories and see how it's played out. Um, but that gameplay is very clunky. As I'm playing as Kamala Khan, I'm trying to meet up with Banner and everything, or the Resistance in uh, one of the um, uh, ships and everything. And I have died so many times, not from fighting or like getting my ass handed to me, but literally just because I don't know how to properly like actually press the X button when I had to jump a certain distance or climb up on something, and I just fall and I just die, 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 die. It's kind of embarrassing, like. I used to think, wow, man, these adults, they can't even play these games. This is me as a kid, by the way. Just thinking, wow, they can't even do simple things like run, jump, blah, 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 blah. Get out of the way. Let me play. I can finish this in no time. Now, here I am at like my mid-20s and I'm struggling to just actually jump across a simple like non-combative, non-like rushed area in the game. Oh, and sometimes when I uh, like have like time at night to play because it's the only time I really have. I start dozing off within the first two minutes of playing. <laughs> I literally <laughs> fell asleep and woke up at like four in the morning with the controller still in my lap. <laughs> so kind of embarrassing. I'm not going to lie. But it is fun. It is fun. So I mean, it's, learn. it's not MCU at all, but when they re-released Spyro for the PS4, I oh, immediately man. bought that. So and that much first, fun. And that first game is very PS1 controls yeah and it was making me want to die and the the very first game you can't flutter at the end of your jump so you just jump and glide yeah and hope that you land and i'll tell you what i never make the damn jump you jump and at the high of the height of your jump you you hold x to glide and i would constantly hit a cliff where i was just inches away from from just getting up where i needed to go i'd hit the side of the cliff and die and then i'd have to redo it over and over again and hannah my wife doesn't like watching me play video games but she was enjoying this because it's made for like six-year-olds and i'm screaming you know i'm getting, <laughs> I'm, I'm ready to i'm ready yeah. to throw my controller through the television i'm just like you're, you're, you're right there you're dragon just jump just, just it. <laughs> yeah yeah you know, I, I swear a lot more, but I'm trying to be better. Oh, good on you, man. So, uh, sorry, I interrupted your MCU for you, though. Continue. No, that's pretty much it, man. It was good, but that's funny. Um, Ripto's Rage, still one of my all-time favorite I like the third one. Games. I, I need to pick that game back up, because after I uh, beat the second one, I was like, all right, I'll just slowly start the third one. And that was one of like, my biggest favorite. Oh, I love the third one. That's yeah. when you get you get all the extra characters. Yeah, you plus know? you could do all the fun stuff like the skate park and whatnot. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, okay, let's let's get back yeah. to it. So we're gonna start the Ripto's Rage Spyro trilogy <laughs> podcast starting next week. Now we're kidding. Let's get into the meat and bones. What we're we here for? Well, 
Well, I thought you wanted you you got your notes over here. You wanted to talk about uh, yeah the news. The oh, I thought you were you said meat and bones. I thought we were getting into it. Let's do the news then. Yeah, yeah, we'll come up with a different uh, food terminology for it later. Bum, bum, and here's the news. Thank you, Louie. So it's gonna be 45 degrees out here in the Midwest. We're gonna expect a little bit of showers in the western. Wait a minute. Wrong kind of news. Let's talk about the good <laughs> stuff. Anyways, so going back to the Marvel Avengers game, looks like uh, this past week, Square Enix shared a 2021 content roadmap for the video game. So this is when I started to realize, like, oh, this game actually is more like a like game as a service kind of thing. I thought it was just like a really short story and then just spend the rest of your hours just doing nonsense multiplayer raids and yada yada. Anyways. Ooh, excuse me. Looks like, um, which is already out, they shared uh, basically the content that came out for March, then what's in store for spring, and then summer and beyond. Uh, they all kicked it off with the War for Wakanda, the Black Panther expansion. They teased that uh, a few weeks ago, and but they actually showed a trailer of it, I want to say. And so um, that's going to come later this year, so I'm guessing like a fall or a winter, winter thing, probably end off the year. Wakanda uh, forever. Always in our hearts. But... Uh, without saying, you get Black Panther to play as, which is awesome. There's new hero outfits, a uh, bunch of other stuff, but the cool thing is that um, looks like claw faction enemies get added. There's a new story, there's a new Wakanda, jungle biome, there's a new outpost, a lot of stuff. I don't even know what it is I just said, but it sounds like a lot of stuff and it sounds cool, but there's a lot of other cool stuff too, but I do want to point out for the spring, they do have, uh, looks like, a Black Widow-themed content drop called the Red Room Takeover. Um, I'm assuming this is going to probably come out around July, maybe June, to kind of help amp up that hype for Black Widow. But it's going to have uh, a Red Room they enter with new themed harm room content, some new hero outfits. So maybe you'll get like her actual like movie outfit in there. That'd be kind of cool. But uh, yeah, aside from that, there's some cool stuff. So... If you just look up uh, Square Enix Marvel Avengers, you'll probably find some cool stuff there. All right, Dev, tell us about the new Captain America's dad, Russell Crowe. Yeah, so that Russell guy is going to be uh, rustling up the the set of. He's going to be rustling up some grub. <laughs> Got confirmed. Um. Okay, he'll probably be a villain. I think the main villain is uh, Christian Bale. I thought I had read somewhere. Yeah, Christian Bale is supposed to be the main villain. Many years ago. Which I'm excited for because we haven't seen him in a villain role. I don't know if he's ever been a villain. He was Batman. You know, he was Batman. He was... He's um, an anti-hero. Yeah, He lived long enough to see himself become a villain. Yep. Or whatever he said in that movie. Had his back broken and then suddenly he's okay. But yeah, Russell Crowe, he's pretty dope. Whatever. Yeah, whatever. Whatever. He's he's right, right? He was he was the gladiator. Yep. What you want an Oscar for? Which is kind of wild. Yeah, and he's also not Kurt Russell. Yeah. Contrary to popular belief, not the same guy. <laughs> yeah, very different people. <laughs> Anyways, he's gonna be uh just making a cameo in that movie from what's been confirmed or what's going on. Uh, alongside uh, like Matt Damon and um, yeah. Oh, so you think it's just going to be like another little play, like in uh, yeah. Ragnarok? Exactly. Ragnarok, amazing yeah. movie, by the way. 
So he would play. Yeah, who would he play? That's a good question. Is he? Do you think he'll play Odin? I was going to say Odin. Yeah. Because there was no fake Odin before, right? Loki was Odin watching the thing. Where, was there uh, a fake Odin in that play? No, I think the play was just fake Loki and fake Thor. Loki was uh, Matt Damon and Thor was Luke Hemsworth. And since you're since you're a spoiler of things, you also told me that spoiler alert, Melissa McCarthy was uh, spotted, and she'll probably be doing the same little fake play thing like before. And I know who she plays, but I don't want to tell you, and I don't want to oh, spoil you, it. Do you want to guess? Know who she, Do you I, guess? My guess, my guess was uh, Thor's mom, and Russell Crowe would be Thor's dad, and then Luke Hemsworth would be Thor. And, and see now, I don't even know if I want to say yes or no because. Then you were like, well, if is he telling the truth? Is he lying? So I'm just going to move on. Why would I think you were lying? You because, don't lie to me, do you? So our third part of news is uh, Russell Crowe <laughs> is going to be... Uh, <laughs> no, she's not playing uh, their mother. And that's all I'll say. Someone else. <laughs> and we'll, we'll see. Yeah. And this doesn't really count as news, but I did read a... Uh, confirmed plot leak of the Eternals movie. I know literally nothing about the Eternals. Um, you know what? You know, it's funny from what I read on the plot leak. I still have no idea what I read about the Eternals. Nice. So I, I literally read it and I was like, what the hell is this? All I know is there's going to be some good guys. There's going to be some bad guys. There's going to be some action and it's going to end on some stuff. All and I know is, Salma Hayek's in it, so I'm gonna watch it. Basically, <laughs> I think I need to start reading like those old stories, like uh, Tales of Gilgamesh, and just brush up on my all mythology and stuff like that. Because there's a lot of like references, and I have no idea what the heck is going on. High school was so long ago. Beowulf. I am. Copy that. But now let's get into the real meat and bones, and don't you correct me on it this time. <laughs> Now I'm yelling. <laughs> Episode two, the star spangled man. It feels like it belongs to someone else. That shoe represents a lot of things to a lot of people. Partners, co-workers, not necessarily a team. No. We look damn good, though. The Star Spangled Man with a plan. I loved it. You lo- loved him? All right, what did you love? The, the episode, or what are you in regards to? Here it is. This is going to come back and bite me in the tail. I am a John Walker fan. I think he's good. I I enjoy new cap. I'm a cap guy. I enjoy cap. Interesting. If if you're not going to give me cap, I know. Give me cap. I don't know. I'll take him. I say yes to new cap. Okay. So let's break down his. I was gonna say let's break down his intro. But what else did you want to add? 
And I say yes to uh, Battlestar Galactica. Yes to it all. More heroes, more love for me. You know, Louie, I think just like uh, Sam and Bucky, we may need to have some uh, counseling for couples <laughs> at the end of this episode. I'll look in your eyes. Want to touch my thighs? <laughs> that's what you want. That's what you want. No, I'm fine with that. You cool with that? I'm cool with that. Blah, blah, blah. That's funny. Um, so John Walker, it's kind of imp- I kind of liked how they started the episode with um showing his almost like his halftime, you know, his presentation and all like that. Were you expecting for them to kind of go that? I don't want to say deep, but almost kind of give us that uh introduction to his story right off the bat. Um, I was, yeah. A little bit, knowing that we're only getting six episodes, they're going to have to cram a lot in the episodes that we get. Um, They introduced Cap. I'm very glad that they're not just uh, rolling it out. And they're also, for for now, portraying John Walker, Captain America, U.S. agent, whatever you want to call him. They're portraying him as a good guy, so you got to give him his his origin and whatnot. If they were trying to portray him as like an antagonist, not a bad guy, but an antagonist to uh, Sam and, and uh, Bucky, that would make sense to not show all that stuff. But, you know, they're trying to like make it seem like he wants them to work with him. Mm-hmm. So it's like, here's his thing. You know, he's, he's damn good. He's damn good. He deserves to be Captain America. You're like, yes. Except everybody says no. Except for me, who's sitting there like, yeah, this guy's awesome. So why do you think he deserves the... Do you see him out there whipping that shield around? So? That was dope. So he's good at shot put. He's good at discus. Oh, it was awesome. But what makes him worthy of the title, that mantle, the legacy behind it of Captain America, the like Captain he, America, the like next said, Captain America? What, like it, what said, makes him he's worthy? Put, he's put in his work. He, I mean, obviously, I, I only watched it once, if I'm being completely honest. I don't remember his exact, he laid it all out. It's like, I've done all this. I deserve this. You know, let me have this. And then Bucky was like, yeah, because that's what Bucky does. It's like, why is he staring at me? It's driving me nuts. And uh, I think he did. I think, yeah, he came and he rescued them when they were getting demolished. Let's let's be real. They were getting their asses whooped. I disagree. I don't think they were getting demolished. I don't. I think they made the matters worse because then they got distracted. And you're talking about two of Earth's mightiest heroes, two Avengers. Uh, And then the wish version of Captain America and... (laughs) Mr. Battlestar over here. Come on. And then they get their asses handed to each other because guess what? They're up against super soldiers. You know who they aren't? What they aren't? Super soldiers. They're super soldiers, bro. Battlestar literally got safe because Cap had pulled the trigger. They shot a guy. Well, if you remember in the original Captain America movie, Steve Rogers comes in, shield out, guns ablaze. Yeah, but I'm not talking about that. I'm just saying, like, you can be only- mad as you want that that homeboy uses a gun. Steve Rogers also uses a gun. I know, and I understand that. I'm just saying, Captain America doesn't use guns anymore, right? Or whatever, he doesn't use. He ammunition. does now. 
Steve Rogers was not going to damn goner for Death Island. Damn it, Louie. You're making me mad tonight. <laughs> oh, man. Um, I Yeah, I liked him. My I thought he was still good. like, Cap had resort to use his gun in order to save Battlestar. I get it. However, I still don't think that he's truly right because they're up against a huge threat and they're against super soldiers. Super soldiers can be crazy. We saw in Winter Soldier, or um, excuse me, we saw in Civil War that they re- recreated or whatever with the super soldier serum, but those soldiers were still like super angry, super mean, whatever. So whatever the serum is, it's probably some sort of deviation from it or it's derived or whatever. So maybe it's worked out the kinks. Who knows? Maybe it's totally a ticking time bond and it can be something totally, totally bad down the road. Who knows? I don't know. The thing is, that is a lot of super soldiers that we see out of nowhere with the Flag Smashers. And so I don't think that Cap and Battlestar really stand a chance. If they're going to be up against super soldiers all the time and they're just trying to act like they're doing the right thing. Yeah, he's got a good shield and he's strong. Battlestar was getting his ass handed to him. He would have died if he didn't or he probably would have gotten seriously injured if Walker didn't throw the shield, and then you get that little cute f- little moment of like, hey, thumbs up, man. Yeah, good job, man. Anyways, pulls himself up, back up. He goes, you just made a bad choice, or you made the wrong decision. You're going to regret that. Blah, blah, blah. Insert here. She's like, bitch, I will fuck you up in your perfect little American teeth and send your ass back to America. Language. And that's the only way it's going to be America. I don't, I don't know. I, I'm just not convinced. He... Wow. Worthy. Worthy. Is he going to lift Mjolnir? I don't think so. No, no. Yeah. Then I don't think he's good. Four people lifted Mjolnir. I think I I discussed this yesterday as well. Is it four? Four. Vision. Steve. And uh, Natalie Portman. She's going to lift Thor or uh, Mjolnir. So pending four. She hasn't done it yet, but at Comic Con, she was lifting Mjolnir. Yeah, we know it's going to happen. It's pretty much set in stone here. Regardless, they they they're doing what they can. He's the best candidate that they have. But why do they need, ag- why do you need another Captain America? Because he represents heroism in America. You know what you name him? Obviously, these guys are eight super soldiers. Who's going to be able to just take them on? If you remember, yeah, the Sam, regular white guy who's just strong. Sam, and smart. And you 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 sound like. You sound like Brett right now. Brett. You sound oh, like Brett man. right now. Um, he's just a little bit stronger. No, he's a, he's a badass. Regardless, yeah, Sam, Sam and bad. Bucky, he's an ass. Sam and Bucky were out there getting demolished before they ever showed up. You know, Bucky's they hanging know on the bottom. Against. Bucky's hanging on the bottom of a of a truck, trying not to freaking die, while Sam is flying next to him, laughing at him, and uh, who. Wh- what are you going to do against eight super soldiers? Like, yeah, yeah so I let's think bring that, in two more regular size heroes. I think that what you, you, you want to call the Avengers. What do you want from them? Well, I don't even think the Avengers, you can't just anymore. call the Avengers all the time. You can't just be like, Hey banner, we got eight super soldiers. Get yeah, your or else we wouldn't here. have as many movies because they just show up every time something goes wrong. Yeah. So what, what, what do you want from me here, man? He's doing what he can. From you. I'm just He's saying, doing a good I'm job. just saying, but also I did have a little gripe with the episode, which I don't understand, which I'm assuming is just whatever. So when Sam 
rescues Bucky from underneath the truck and they do that roll and then he's on top of each other. They had to walk it back, which you get that funny exchange scene with Walker and everything afterwards. But was that rescue, did it totally just destroy Sam's wings? Because I totally was expecting, all right, they just knocked him out the roll and then they're going to like fly back to the truck and keep on going. The truck wasn't going that fast when we see him pull away. So I was like, did they really just do that tumble and it destroyed the wings and that's why? Or I I don't know. So I, I felt like know. that was like, I don't think... We saw his wings take full-on bullets in the first episode. So why did yeah. that tumble do? I, so maybe that was my little gripe. Maybe he didn't want to just pick Bucky up and fly him away. It's a whole thing. Who knows? I thought they could have jumped back in. Let me take the time right now to say rest in peace to Red Wing. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Red Wing is, is gone. Red I like Wing that moment saying, like, I've been wanting to do that for so long. Yeah. That was good. Rest in peace, Red Wing. So, you and I have been texting a little bit after we watched the episode. And going to Bucky, I want to say you aren't, you aren't having it with Bucky. You're just not convinced about something about him. What's going on? What's your grievance? My, my thing with Bucky... He just, he's so, he's so whiny right now. Yeah. It's driving me nuts. He's just like, well, you shouldn't be cap. And it's like, he's doing, he's doing his best. He's, he, and, and the guy is like, I'm trying here, man. And he's just like, no. Yeah. And, uh, he refuses to like, listen to anything Sam says. Sam's like, well, yeah, I'm going to do this thing. And he goes, well, I'm coming with you. He like immediately comes in, causes a problem. And then just escalates it from there. And he's just mm-hmm. like, I have an arm made of vibranium. And it's like, cool, dude, we're still trying to do this thing. And he's like, no, we're just going to go in and, and you know, Leroy Jenkins, this shit. And, and Sam's like, what are you talking about, bro? Like I got a whole thing going here and you're, you're trying to destroy it. And, uh, from then on, he's just complaining. And and like you said, the whole staring thing is a pain in the butt. Mm. He just angrily stares it into space. Yeah, I'm not having the 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 Bucky of it all right now. The Winter no, no. Soldier of it all. I um, can kind of see that. I'm kind of with you, and I feel that Bucky feels weird to me. I don't know. It's just the acting or the way they are having the characters' story play out here. Granted, we're only two episodes in, so there's still a lot to unfold. But it could just be also that this is the most time we really spent with Bucky outside of him being a fugitive or being in hiding or being just totally on the sidelines until there's an Avengers level threat. So maybe this is just how Bucky is now. Maybe he's just kind of whiny and mopey and just kind of angsty. I don't know, but I will say when he has that line about cap saying like he entrusted you with that shield, blah, blah, blah. And Sam has his rebuttal, but Bucky does say, and I will play devil's advocate, is that he does say like, well, if he was wrong about you, then he was wrong about me. And if you think about the story with the Winter Soldier and Cap in the previous movies, we get Steve advocate, pretty much he is the only advocate for why Bucky deserves to like be brought in for like, I don't know, to have a chance being not under, um, like being just treated as like a total criminal, like he's totally evil, he's Hydra, yada, yada. So I want to say there's a line in either uh, Civil War 
and Winter Soldier, one of the two. But basically, he's trying to say, like, they're still good in him. It's, this isn't him, yada, yada. So it's almost like a callback to how Steve was always advocating that Bucky isn't evil. He's not bad. It's There's still good in him. It's He is a good person. He's just under the wrong conditions. And so I wonder if just Bucky is wondering this whole time. It's like, well, if Steve is truly wrong here and he thought that you were worthy enough to take on the, the mantle and he's wrong about it, then was he had, like everything that went down with him in the Avengers and the Winter Soldier all over the years, was Steve wrong this whole time that Bucky truly should have just been put down or he wasn't worth all the effort and escapades and just disasters that followed in his path. So it's kind of just now that he's really coming to terms with just Steve's not there anymore. Whether he's alive still, I think he is. I don't know. But it's just Bucky really has no soundboard. He has no friends. He has no allies um, to really, truly understand him. And so trying to at least have a place in the world with his long, troubled history, I could see why he's taking it so internally, just struggling just to try and um, be okay with everything going on. So um I think Bucky just, I don't know, maybe just needs a swift kick in the ass, which he kind of got a couple in this episode, so. He got wrecked. Let's be real. They all got wrecked. Buck, Bucky did his whole thing where he just, he he skipped his therapy. We'll get into that. Um, last week, you and I had a whole conversation about him making amends with his with his friend like yuri i think his yeah. name was yuri was he even in this episode at all he was not they're just gonna drop that like a bad habit didn't even happen well i mean Whatever. it's kind of like we had a whole ass conversation about it no it's not happened just like, nah it doesn't matter it, it doesn't matter anymore well now i like, understand like what exactly is going on at least more light has been shed on the main conflict in this episode uh the series so you introduce why he's having difficult times why he's trying to make amends you see the biggest challenges right next to him having lunch so i think just part of those story is going to wrap up in like the final episode of him finally coming to terms coming clean and making his final amends with uh yori about what happened with the son so i don't think it's totally ditched or it's like anyways forget that story um It'll come back, I think. Well, Bucky did have a few funny moments. They were uh when he jumped out. They were flying to the uh to the spot in right outside of Munich, I believe they said, in Germany. Yeah. And he said, Oh, do you want to shoot? And he goes, I don't need one. And he rips his sleeve off and he's got his adamantium arm. Not adamantium, vibranium arm. Perfect rip sleeve, by the way. His vibranium arm. And then he like dives out of the thing kind of like Steve always did. Yeah. Except he's not Steve. I was waiting for him to just grab a, a tree branch and he just didn't. That's what I thought was going to happen, but I guess maybe he underestimated or he was like, Oh shit, maybe I, these trees suck. And he just kept falling. And then he was laying on the ground on his back and Sam got the whole thing on video only to be destroyed. Rest in peace, Red Wing. <laughs> that was um, a funny line. Who knows? Maybe there's like cloud storage for him. 
and that's like one of your one of your things that you always talked about going in was the uh the car where he says can you move up please and he goes no i hate you <laughs> he's laying there and he's like i got that whole thing on tape and he's just like god i hate you <laughs> i know i do like the the bickering relationship a lot just because it's so funny but um i kind of feel that maybe they're dialing it up a little too much. Yeah, playing it up like that's what is expected. Yeah, it's like, exactly. We saw how they were in the previous movies. People loved it. It's funny. So let's just make it super, super like we can't even literally sit in the same room next to each other. We can't look at each other without having a staring contest. Kind of kind of lame. One of my favorites, too, was, uh, was Bucky like sneaking through the warehouse or whatever, getting ready to attack these guys. <laughs> and he's talking to Sam over the invisible the earpiece that, that everybody has in all the MCU movies. And he turns over and Sam's literally standing right next to him. He's like, Oh, he's like, what, man? <laughs> that was pretty funny. I know that whole sequence was pretty good too. It's like, there's only two people. Let's take them. And he's like, Oh, let's see what Red Wing says. He's like, I don't care. Oh, there's one, there's two, there's three. Oh, look, there's more people here. <laughs> I loved all that stuff. It was pretty funny. I'll give them that. So we talked about this battle. You know, they they all got whooped by these by these strong. All got destroyed by the flag smashers. After that, they they go on their walk with uh, what's his name with John Walker and and Battlestar. Mm -hmm. That's where you even meet Battlestar, and and he talks about he's just. Lamar Hoskins. His sidekick. For all we know, he's just, he was his friend in the war or in It seems training. like they went to high school together and army together and everything. So they've been best friends for a while. I don't remember exactly what he said, but he finally said something that made Bucky so mad that he got out of the truck. John Walker did. Yeah, he was basically saying like, I need Cap's best friends on my side or whatever. Oh. Um, or like his, uh, yeah, I forgot the exact line now too, but basically he was along the lines of saying like, I need cap secondhand or like secondhand guys on my side. And then I know we can be more united. And he's like, dude, I'm like, I have identity too. I'm not always just the sidekick, you know? Yeah. And that's definitely what sets off Sam. So they get out and they go for their walk or whatever. After last week's episode, you and I did a little bit of, uh, discussing and something that you had predicted to me came true. I don't remember you saying it, but it's very possible. I get tired. Um, oh, it's all good. Yeah. We had a little bit of post episode discussion because Louie and I record for about an hour, hour and a half, but we talked for probably a total of two. Um, so we talked about the character of Isaiah Bradley, which lo and behold, they introduced which I was very, very shocked, surprised, but that was probably what I was most ecstatic about when I first viewed the episode, that they actually did it. So Isaiah Bradley, he's got a bit of a history with uh, the comics. So as we found out that he was experimented on and he basically got the super uh, soldier serum as well. And so you can tell that he's very shook. He's not very in a good state. The country definitely hasn't treated him well we find out they tested they ran experiments on him a bunch of bad stuff he was even jailed for i believe he's had 17 years or in the comics i think it's like closer to 30 but essentially 
they're introducing that there was also another Captain America-esque soldier, but he was black and he was definitely discriminated against and he was not given the, the true honor that Steve was uh, a recipient of throughout the war and throughout the country. So that was a very, very powerful moment, I'd say, with um, how they introduced him and how Sam reacted. And um, I kind of liked how Bucky justified why he never told Sam or Steve or anyone for that matter about the existence of Isaiah because he was saying like he's already been through enough and like the guy clearly doesn't want to be in this anymore. He's strong, but I mean, look up just like looking at him in the eyes. Got to give it a big credit to the actual actor, Carl Lumley, for how he portrayed just the suffered. I mean, like the past suffering and the pain and everything that he's experienced just in his eyes alone. You can tell he's just so unsettled and like seeing Bucky come in and try and talk to him. It just definitely brought back old demons and everything like that, too. I'm curious if he's going to come back uh, later in the the series, which I really hope for, to be honest. But I was going to I was going to ask you if we thought we were going to see him again. Yeah. So it's it's possible. But another thing that is kind of interesting is that I believe that was his grandson who opened the door or answer the door at first um, when they came to visit. And essentially, uh, I guess later on in the comics, his grandson also takes up um, the title of Captain America, or I think he becomes Patriot because I believe there's something to do with like a blood transfusion or something like that. And he basically gets his grandfather's blood. And so he gets a superhero, uh, super soldier serum injected into him essentially. So, there's been a lot of hints that they're setting up the Young Avengers for the MCU with uh, like Kamala Khan, Miss Marvel, um, Wanda's kids and WandaVision. And then we also know that with the Hawkeye series, there's going to be um, another character coming into the fold there as the new Hawkeye. So clearly, if they wanted to, Patriot could show up here. So it's kind of interesting just to see that. Uh, his grandson's name is Eli, by the way. Um, <laughs> That seems like a very big stretch. Yeah, I think it is. It could just be a nod, but I mean, at the same time, like at this point with what we've seen in WandaVision, I would not put it past Marvel that they're trying to slowly reintroduce these characters for something bigger. And they're able to do so because they're doing this over a period of episodic television versus trying to shoehorn all these characters in a series of movies. And they can do all this and then have them all assemble or whatever in a movie and it still feel natural feel good but that that's kind of off a different diverging path i could be totally wrong i don't know but the fact of the matter is that they actually introduced isaiah to the the story here and now he's canon and so i was um i was really i was pretty excited to see that um what was your take on it for seeing it the first time i should have remembered you telling me about it i did not remember so sorry Oh, you're good, man. Don't worry. Um, I thought it was awesome. I didn't know who he was. I looked it up afterwards. He was just, according to Google, he was Captain America back mm-hmm. in the day. Um, I thought he did a, a damn good job, like you said. He said he he did everything for his country, and and 
you know, him and him and Bucky had a hell of a fight and he took half that arm from him and this and that. And yeah, he said he had to do 30 years for what he did. And, and that's, that was just messed up. And finally he says, get out of my house and, and the grandson or whatever kicks him out. But it was, it was almost like uncomfortable, but in, in a, in a necessary way. Yeah. To, to see that. Cause last week you had said that you're going to get a lot of like racial undertones in this show. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and that was, that was a big like racial thing that, that went on there. I, I did, I did like his inclusion. Mm-hmm. I would like to see, I would like to see like a flashback of him as Captain America. I think that would be oh, freaking, be freaking dope. I don't think they would do that because they don't love me enough to do that. <laughs> I don't, think that, I don't think that's why. But I think that you. I think that would be awesome if they showed like that battle between Bucky and and mm-hmm. Isaiah going at it. He's just like in this rickety house, you know, bars all up on everything, and it was it was like in the middle of. Yeah, it's not a good neighborhood from the likes of it. No, and uh, you know he didn't look like he was very happy and. That's the thing that they also reiterated on in the first episode is like, you're a hero, you're an Avenger, you're saving the, literally saving the world. And they just don't, they don't, there's nothing for you in that. And even, you know, Steve and everybody, like they didn't get paid for, or paid well anyway, for doing what they did. Mm -hmm. Tony was a multimillionaire or whatever before he ever put a, put the Iron Man suit together. Right. And, uh, it's just, yeah, I mean, I thought it was cool. It was a new look on what's going on and everything. And Mm -hmm. it was nice to see like Bucky is this, he was a bad guy when he knew Isaiah and, and now he can go see him. And it's kind of like they're, I don't want to say their beef is squashed because that's a weird thing to say, but it almost seems like it's kind of like that. He, he did. He said, I'm not a killer anymore. He was, you'll always be a killer. Look at you. You yeah. know, both of us will always be killers. So on and so on. Yeah. It was definitely a heavy moment. Yeah, it was very heavy. And I was going to say on a lighter note, I, I enjoyed them walking up to his house and the two kids were sitting there. And he's oh, like, you're hey, Black Falcon. Aren't you Black Falcon? And he says, he says, nah, it's just Falcon. You know, I, I love I love Anthony <laughs> yeah, Mackie's that was, voice. That that's one. my favorite voice. That's one of my favorite voices in all of the MCU. Oh wow. He goes, nah, I'm just Falcon. And he's like, Well, my daddy said you was Black Falcon. He goes, Why? Because I'm Falcon and I'm black? He goes, What does that make you? Black kid? <laughs> it's like, I got him, didn't I? Yeah. <laughs> no, that, that was really good at that was funny. That made me laugh. Anthony Mackie had a, had a few funny moments in this. Yeah, in this uh, episode, he definitely is breaking out a lot more to show that he can be a leading character, and I'm in, I'm I'm enjoying it. Walking up, you know, they had that light moment, and then it got real heavy, and then they come out, and still heavy. And then Bucky gets arrested. Yeah, like, but backing up, literally, it's just you know that stereotype of being a bad neighborhood a white guy and a black guy are just arguing and then the cops right away are like hey is is he bothering you to to bucky and it's like no dude we're we're, we're fine here 
And it's not until the fact that the other officer points out to the, you know, Lieutenant Numbnuts over here that, hey, they're Avengers. He's like, oh, I didn't recognize you without the goggles on. Officer Numbnuts. Yeah, Officer Numbnuts, <laughs> blind as a bat, doesn't recognize this character because of goggles. Not of like a head cap, not a full like helmet or anything, a mask, whatever. Literally goggles. He can't tell the difference between Sam Wilson with or without goggles. It's like, you know what? That Superman and that Clark Kent guy, they don't look alike, right? Nah, it's the glasses. It's the glasses, no, man. They're not the same. You know, it's like no. uh it's like uh Robin putting on the the little cowl on his Yeah. It's just the, the thing what? that covers I can't his tell. eyes. Who are you? Who are you? Yeah. Yeah, get out of here. So I thought that was pretty BS on the cops part. But Bucky says, just show him your license, man. He goes, No, I don't I gotta show him shit. Yeah. Nothing, nothing happened. But also, didn't he say he didn't even have it on him? I think he told the cop that. he did I think he called told the cop he didn't have it, but just Yeah, whatever. Just because he wasn't gonna give him anything. Yeah. You know. If he was doing something wrong, I think it would have been a completely different story. But they were just walking and arguing because that's what they do is they argue. <laughs> yeah. They fight and argue. They fly and argue. They get their butts kicked and argue. It's all the same. Moving on in the story, they go to therapy. But before therapy even starts, this terrible, evil, awful, mean guy who isn't deserving of anything bails Bucky out of jail. Because he knows he needs Bucky's oh, don't, help. Don't even. Don't even. You're trying to make it sound like, oh, he was such a great person. He, he was doing a civil liberty. No, he's trying to flash his fucking, I'm a, I'm a G-man, I'm a government man card. Look he at me. He is. Look, look, he even literally is like, show up. It's like, look at me. Like, I'm the government. I'm government. He said, yeah, I'll be waiting outside. And then he goes, and he stands outside. He's not even in the building. Yeah, but Ooh. also, didn't he refer to Bucky, uh, Bucky? Did it refer to his Bucky as government property? I I don't remember. He might have. I know he referred to Red Wing as government property. That's how they found. Mm. You're right. That's why I messed it up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I'm gonna say, dude, he's literally just objectifying Bucky as an like a as an object, as a thing. No, he said, Oh, you're tracking me? And he goes, No, we tracking Sam's suit. That's government yeah. property. So well. well which that I get. So maybe it's a good thing that Red Wing got destroyed. But I still think I was bullshit. And then he tries to flaunt at the end, him and Battlestar, you know, trying to look cool over on the cop car. They did look cool. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're getting ahead of ourselves. So this terrible, awful, evil, mean guy. Cool. Bails Bucky out of jail. Depending on his final... uh therapy session mm. and then the therapist makes Sam go back there with him correct yeah basically because he, he just missed one mandated therapy session yeah so that's why he got arrested but then for the final session she makes Sam go back there too and Sam's like no that has nothing to do with me she goes you better get your ass back here he's like <laughs> uh, okay and he comes back with him and uh, it didn't go very well huh no yeah, they, I mean, maybe, but no, it didn't. They were arguing with each other and everything. And, and like you said earlier, she said, now face each other and get closer and get closer. And her like knees are interlocked and everything. And they're screaming at each other. 
it was pretty adorable with the the staring contest. Because <laughs> I mean, I mean, think about two just two friends, but who are also just bickering. You're gonna find the littlest thing to just compete or just beat each other's throats about. So the fact that they use the staring contest when they could literally go toe to toe a little bit, I thought was pretty funny. It just shows the childish antics of it all. Yeah, it was it was pretty funny. But then finally Sam gets mad and just storms out and then she deems Bucky cured or whatever. Which maybe Bucky was right. Maybe she's not a good therapist. Well, I don't know if she really deemed him as like cured. It just seems like he's still gonna have therapy for a while. Um it's just he missed one appointment. But one of my problems with the whole thing is I really don't understand why Sam just he's like you know, I have bigger things to problem. We have like more shit to deal with, literally. But excuse me, he's saying like, "I will squash this right now," and then after it's all done, I, I agree that we never have to like see or speak to each other ever again. I just don't understand why they suddenly don't ever want to. And maybe it's just Sam putting words in Bucky's mouth, but it's just like, why is it that he's resorting to? Let's just take care of this, get the mission done, and then never have to deal with each other ever again. I, that's what I just don't understand. I mean, it's just kind of a when you're mad at somebody, just you say no dramatic. You, yeah, yeah, you say things that you don't really mean. Mm-hmm. You know, like when you're mad at your mom, or you know, you see right. it in all the sitcoms when you're mad at the mom, you're like, "I hate you." It's like you really don't hate your mom, but Avengers: Civil War Part Two. Yeah, so that was just my only grievance. Is I'm like, dude, why are you? Come on, you really want to just not see him again? You're the one sending him all the text. This is Bucky's not in a good headspace. So they finish their therapy and then they walk outside, and the siren goes off immediately as they walk outside. But it's like actually jackass. it's actually that evil, terrible, awful, evil, mean man. Oh my God. Standing there. With I'm his glad you have come to terrible, awful, evil, mean guy, his sidekick. And, uh, they have a, they have a nice little conversation about the flag smashers, if you will. And then it ends with, uh, John Walker saying, well, if you're not going to help me, then make sure you stay the hell out of my way. Right. Is that a threat? That's what I wanted to say. Is that a pr- no? It's a promise. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's basically that's what he says. I mean, it's just like I will inter. I personally interpret that little uh, bit at the end that all right. I've tried to be nice. I try to be like be on your side, show you that I want to like work together, and you guys just don't want to work with me. I get it. So you know what? I'm gonna play hardball, bad cop. Just I'm gonna get this done no matter what just stay out of my way because if you're not if you, like fine whatever we don't want to work together fine just don't piss me off whatever they could easily take him so i don't feel like they even feel threatened by him they're more just annoyed by the fact that this guy comes in and then he's like hey since i'm the new captain america now um just you're gonna have to work with me or like let's work he's not they're not being seen by this guy as superior or just given respect that they've been through hell and back literally to save the whole damn universe. And he's like, Hey, just because I have the shield now, and now I know I don't want to, I'm being humble, blah, 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 but I'm Captain America. Yeah. Let's move on past. 
it really helped my ratings and it really helped just get all this stuff done. If two of the mightiest Avengers of all time that are still here standing just work under me just to make me look a little better and you know just you know just help help me out here come here please give me some more mister please sir so i just think it's just utter horseshit so i don't think that they're acting irrationally that they're like you know what i'm gonna stare at you i am going to make you feel uncomfortable i am just going to walk away because you're a pissant so i understand that i would be too if i was bucky i get it and sam does try and leverage like all right so man we just can't work with you. And he has a good point. It's like, you are like fully government. We are a little bit different agents or whatever. So we can have different like liabilities and act under different uh, jurisdictions and a bunch of whole mumbo jumbo jargon here. But so I get that. But then, you know, that's when you get that line of, you know what? If you're not with me, you're against me kind of thing. or just stay out of my way. Blah, blah. <laughs> so <laughs> it's just, I'm like, wow, so scary. You with the big chin, so scary. You, what, 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 is Battlestar going to swing on a rope and try and kick me? Because that's all I got. Sounds like you're hating right now, man. Uh, you know what? I'm hating, but I'm justifying. I just don't think that, I, I, don't, I don't like John Walker. I'm just going to say it. And I have my theory about him, which we can we'll, get to in a minute. But we'll what, get in, what's your we'll thought? Get, we'll get into your theory. We'll get into my theory as well near at the end we've done all this talking of john walker and sam and bucky i mean after the whole thing sam and bucky get together and they say uh we're gonna have to go see him you know he's he's gonna be the one to help us find these flag smashers and everything and he knows everything about hydra and this and that and that's when they reveal the the zemo of it all Mm -hmm. and he's still in jail like you said you thought he was getting out of jail. Yeah, I thought he was going to be out already, but no. Still in jail. They're going to go see him now, which will lead us into the third episode. However, we went this whole episode. We didn't even talk about uh, the Flag Smashers very much at all. We just talked about them being super, super yeah. soldiers who kick, kick their asses, basically. Yeah, it is a little... There's a couple things, so... When they're in the uh, when Bucky's in the truck and that's when he first comes across uh, Carly Morgenthau, he's what does he say? He says like, "Oh, they're stealing vaccines or serum or something like that." And I think originally the show was supposed to have some type of virus or something <laughs> in the uh, damn it. Um, they're supposed to have like a, I guess like a virus or some sort of uh, conflict of that nature in the original script for the show. But, you know, because of the literal pandemic from a virus that we're dealing with, I think they dialed that down a little bit. Maybe this is how they reconcile with that or whatever. Or this could have been it the whole time. I'm unsure. But either way, it was just kind of like, oh, boy, um, hearing the word virus and vaccine to me after a while is just kind of like I've, I don't want to hear those words anymore. However, it I think they're just stealing more and more of that that serum just to build an army, essentially. The Flag Smashers right now. The way they're being portrayed is interesting, and I'm kind of curious. What is your thought behind the Flag Smashers now? We saw how they did that little, like, Pokemon Go flash mob bank heist thing in the first episode, and then we saw them stealing more stuff or just loading up and then trying to escape from the power broker later on. Um, What's your take on the Flag Smashers? 
Do you really think they're bad? Do you think they're good? The what's, what's your take? The Flag Smashers are classic MCU villains. They are bad, but they don't think that they're bad. Mm-hmm. And they have a following. So they have like people willing to try and help them with their cause. I think that they're doing their thing. And like you said, they're probably moving that uh, that serum. Uh, serum. While they're moving that that stuff from the truck, they get to the airplane or whatever, and she gets that text message from an unknown number that says, you know, you have something of mine. I'm going to kill you. And then while they're loading the plane, a guy who seems very important to, we haven't even mentioned, Carly. Carly mm-hmm. Mor- Morgenthau, I think was her name. Yeah. Let's call it Carly. Carly, who seems to be the leader of the Flag Smashers, even though we thought it was going to be uh, that big guy that took down uh, Joaquin Torres in mm-hmm. the first episode. Seems like it's actually this younger, much smaller girl. Mm-hmm. Um, she gets the text. Odds are it's from the power broker. And then while they're loading the the plane, word gets out that the power broker's guys are on their way and they come and they end up like thousand shotting her friend. It seems like her boyfriend or something. I feel like when you're the leader of a group like that, you can just sacrifice someone who you don't care as much about. Well, I don't even know if it's a romantic entanglement at all. I think it could have just, they all have a strong bond, which I have another theory about them, but, um, I think that guy's a total dumbass. I'm sorry. He got lit up, whatever, but he's like, all right, I'm going to stall them. I'm going to, so you can go away. All right. So he runs out there. He knocks down a, an electrical pole, right? Yeah. And then they stop. They get out. They don't shoot at him. Then they just stare at him while they're just about to take off with the plane. And then he's like, ah! and then he runs at, how many cars with how many people with how many guns all pointed at your dude. And then they shoot him and then he's like, Oh yeah, I forgot. I'm just very strong, but I'm not invincible. I'm not impenetrable. I did. I sleep. And then they just take off and then they are still nowhere that close to actually running up on the plane. So I think the guy's a total dumbass because he sacrificed himself in a stupid fashion where if you wanted to slow them down, you're going to knock the pole down and then he probably was fast enough to actually run back or strong enough. I don't know, but I just think it was just a very meaningless death that didn't really resonate. So, well, it's, to, it was to make her sad It is to give her more of a push to continue what she's doing. Like, yeah, her men are sacrificing themselves for her and she needs to, Stay strong in all this, I guess. But I think the saddest part is just that he just died in such a stupid fashion. Eh. That's my take. I just, or maybe I just seen too many noble sacrifices that I was like, all right, dude, you're a chump. Did they land with the plane, or did we? Is that the last time we saw them? Was taken on, taken off at the plane? I think it was just taken off. I think that was it. That's how it ended. And then they flashed to the the Zemo stuff. And we well, see that like weird dude saying like, oh, sorry, sir, we didn't get him, blah, 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 blah. Yeah, that so, could have been me. Could have been, yeah, Louis might be the power broker. No, I mean, that could have been me like, oh, they left. I could have <laughs> done that. Uh, sir, he's, he's got, looks like they got him, but kill the guy. <laughs> they took the plane. Yeah, sorry. 
So, all in all, what did uh we? I think we covered everything pretty extensively. Just about, yeah. If not, you know, there's always next week. Oh, there was a little nod. Uh, so Zemo, when they show him and they show like the security footage of him, and it shows like his cell number. I'm not sure if it's intentional, which it probably is, but that was funny. Uh, it's he's like in cell two one eight seven. Star Wars, FN two one eight seven is Finn. John Boyega's character. He's a stormtrooper who turns into, you know, Finn. I don't, I don't know. I know you, you probably don't, but it's just kind of like 2187 is a very significant number because that's his stormtrooper number in The Force Awakens. So I thought it was probably a nod to that. An interesting nod to choose because, you know, whenever they put numbers, it's usually like a comic reference, but um, I thought it was kind of funny. FN 2187. Power of. Uh, uh, flag smashers i'm with you with the point where they're like a classic villain where they have like a following and they think what they're doing is right yada 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 but i think they actually could be people that really are truly good but they're just enhanced so i want to know why they're stealing the serum from power broker this is all alleged like that we're just assuming that this is what's going on but the power broker, I think even you brought it up in the comics. Apparently, he's the one who's enhancing people with the serum, and I guess it just doesn't go right. But I wonder if they were originally a test group from the power broker, got the serum, uh, not by choice, who knows, and then they all escaped. And so now they're trying to steal from him to either create a resistance against him and also with a, a good ideology to back it up with trying to do like one world one people or whatever their mantra is or maybe they're just literally trying to steal it to destroy it i don't know or else um they would have destroyed those trucks instead of trying to steal all that serum so um i would just explain why their numbers are so small to begin with but they're trying to increase the numbers and try and get the serums. I don't know. It really depends on what gets revealed to, to us in the next episode. Um, but it's starting to set up for the series that Power Broker might be the big bad behind all of it and not actually Zemo. Yeah, definitely. I, I don't think it's going to be Zemo. Yeah, which, ooh, misdirect. So that means, like, have they been trolling us this whole time? Is it really not Zemo with the like purple beanie ski mask on? I think I said that last week. I think that's going to be the power broker. I think you're right, Louie. That could be a total misdirect. And you know what? They played me like a damn fool. I'm looking like an aardvark. Anthony Mackie look like an aardvark. Um, I have a... I have a... What's the word I'm looking for? A theory? A theory. I do. What is your theory? I had a theory last week. I don't know if I said it on the podcast or if I told you afterwards. My theory last week was that big, strong guy that throws uh, Torres into the light pole and then stomps on his face. Yeah. yeah. I thought that was double agent John Walker. Mm-hmm. So I thought John Walker was a flag smasher. Now, this episode, you see that that is clearly not him. Right. So I'm going to hit it with you. I'm going to hit you with it, Mr. Amazing Devin Stone Galactica. <laughs> um, I hate you. I know. You keep saying that John Walker doesn't have powers. He's not nothing. He just is a 
slightly stronger guy. He just keeps saying that he, he doesn't have the abilities like these guys. I think John Walker and Lamar Hoskins mm-hmm. are both test subjects of said power broker. I think the power broker gave them the super super soldier serum mm-hmm. or the newer one anyway. So I think they do have powers. I think they are on the same playing field. So you think as they already the flags. have it. I do. And I think the reason they're going after the flag smashers is because they're taking the power brokers stuff. And he said, I'll give you this stuff. Go get my stuff. And they were like, cool, give us the stuff. We'll go get your stuff. And that's what I think is happening. And Bucky and Sam are stuck in the middle of it all. So I keep saying this evil, awful, terrible, evil, mean, mean man. Right now, I think he's pretty cool. I think he's going to be the bad guy. Yeah. Or working for the bad, bad, working for the main bad guy when we get to it. I think the flag smashers are going to end up being the good guys, like you said, or the not bad guys, like you said. And I think the not so bad guys. <laughs> yeah. And I think uh, that's my that's my theory. What do you think? I'm with you because I'm with you in two ways and I'm not with you in two ways. Um, I'm with you in the fact that I think they do have some. Maybe not. I don't know. Let me restart. I think before the series is over, Walker is going to get the serum injected into him. Either out of his own doing because he's tired of not being respected as Captain America and thinks, well, if you know what, well, now let's see what you have to say about me when I'm like in the same playing field as you. Um, It makes sense that he tries to go overboard and that's what happens. And then that would make an easy version of like, oh yeah, fuck this guy. And then they had to take him down and they probably do yada yada. That's what I foresee. But also I feel like that's a little too easy. That's too predictable. So he might not take it. Maybe Battlestar gets really uh, injured at the end and they have to do something to save him. And what they have to do is maybe they give him that serum and it saves him. I don't know. Then he comes Captain America. And then John Walker is demoted to Battlestar. I don't know. Probably not. That's not a good theory. But <laughs> I'm I don't think that Power Broker is already pulling the strings with the US government. Like we're getting another Hydra behind the scenes of Shield thing again. So to say that they're already working for Power Broker doesn't make sense because if they were trying to play the whole double agent thing, I think they would have tried to give some misdirection to Sam and Bucky already with trying to give them either false information or just trying to play it off a little differently with the whole truck showdown scene. Um, And they probably would not have tried to get Bucky out of jail uh, when he got arrested for missing therapy. So, and plus they're also trying really hard to try and get, at least Walker is trying really hard to get them to join up with him. Um, so I don't know. It can go a lot of different ways, but ultimately I think this series is going to have Walker becoming super in some fashion. What if he's Wolverine? I would take it. I'd hate it, <laughs> but I would no. absolutely hate it. No, no, he's obviously not going to be Wolverine, but it's a whole thing, man. We're going to, we're going to get there. Yeah. 
we'll see. We'll see what's going on. I'm I'm pumped for the next episode. Good Friday. Yeah, man. I uh, it's gonna be just a few more days, and I'm already just mentioned. I'm ready to go. I want to see what's going on. Yeah, you and me both. Good stuff, my man. So, do you have anything else to add before we wrap up this uh, discussion on this episode? Not that I can think of. No defending your boy, mm. Mr. Evil Pants. Like I, 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 I laid it out for you. I think he's already. Uh, I think he is super, and I think he's working for uh, Homeboy, our, our bad guy, Homie Power Breaker, Power Broker. You know, I think I think he really wanted to be Captain America. He saw the opportunity. He needed the extra push to get there, so he got it from the power broker. He got into being Captain America, and now he has to repay the power broker by getting the serum back from the Flag Smashers. You feel me? I just don't understand why he would want to be Captain America. It doesn't even seem like I, I didn't want this or like I wasn't trying to get this. What? What? Who wouldn't want to be Captain America? Well, he's trying to be all humble about it in like the Gordon yeah, Warner America you, interview you and gotta, everything. You gotta he tells play, them too. You gotta play the part, man. But you, you Captain, if somebody's like, "Hey, man, you want to be Captain America?" You're gonna be like, "Nah, I'm good." Nah, it's <laughs> Captain America. Hell yeah, I want to be Captain America. <laughs> Sign me the fuck up. Beep. First off, language. Uh, second off, <laughs> I'm just saying. My point is. I don't think he would literally approach the U.S. government as like, hey, since Cap's, you, you know, he's a little uh, R.I.P. Um, could I be Captain America now? I don't think it was like that. I just think that obviously they selected him. They offered it to him. And then he said, you know what? Sure, I'll do it. Because of your point exactly, who wouldn't want that? But if he was really just like, teacher, teacher, can can I can I be the hall monitor now? Can I Can I be the one who tells everyone to line up? For recess, I don't, I don't think he did that. Because who would just think like, oh yeah, um, we don't have this hero anymore. Let's get the, let's just assign someone else to be it. Because then if that's the case, hey, can we get another Iron Man? Can I be Iron Man now? Can I be Tony Stark? Can I be, uh, I don't know. Well, Captain America is is America's hero. They were clearly looking for a new Captain America. As soon as Sam gave the shield up, they were like, okay. Recasting. Who wants it? I want it. She recast Pietro. All right. We'll find out in the next episode, and then we'll scuttle, we'll settle the score. Maybe I don't know. They might not. They might just make the whole episode about the poor girl who's still waiting at the bar to finish that game of Battleship that Bucky just walked out on. Who knows? But that will do it for this week's episode and this episode two discussion of the falcon and the winter soldier thank you guys for listening yeah make sure you subscribe to us on all your preferred podcasts platform if you're on apple podcasts give us a good review tell us why you like us or why you hate us but preferably why you love us and you know you love us yep that'll be it thank you again for being on the episode with me louis oh of course talking mcu with you yeah and now we actually like disagree on stuff and so it's like civil war yeah can we bring back the civil war meme of course we can i always love that meme it's like oh uh, is it like the toilet paper one it's like over under civil war <laughs> <laughs> i love that stuff we'll bring it back you heard it here We're yeah dead memes yeah check out the uh 
check out the Instagram for revived Civil War memes. Everyone's been asking for it, so we had to do it. Just like becoming the new Captain America. 